Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. All right, this is the best football show, and I'm Brian Baldinger. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, uh, at Baldy NFL on uh, Twitter and X and Threads and uh, YouTube, you name it. You can find me on the NFL Network. Listen to me on Westwood One or Compass Media Networks doing national radio, whatever. So all these different places, but I'm here just to talk about the game. And why not just kick off week 15 with Thursday night football? And I know it's not an exciting game for a lot of people. That's okay. Um, everybody has their own interest for whatever reasons. But when I watch the Raiders play, especially last week against uh, Minnesota, I see an improved defense. And for a long time this year, I mean, it was just Mad Max Crosby. And that was basically all there was to talk about. But now, and I was really hard on the first-round draft pick, all right, Tyree Wilson. I, I, I did not think he played hard. I didn't think he played with any kind of intensity. He was laid off the ball. And I was hard on him early. And really last week, and, and even a little bit before, but last week he really showed up. And he played a lot next to Max Crosby, like at defensive tackle. He played opposite him. Um, I, I feel like they've got an emerging player. And – the effort was there. Playmaking ability was there. Um, like I, I saw him go from one side of the field to the other. And what I think is happening is literally Max is so good and his effort is so supreme that it is literally contagious to George Kuntz. Uh, when I watch some of the linebackers, Deon, uh, Divine Diablo, Spillane, I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's very contagious to play as hard as Max plays. And that's, the only way to play the game is basically full metal jacket. And then, you know, I watch uh, the safety play, and I see all the issues that the Eagles are having, and I'm going, they might not have in, have these issues if they kept Marcus Epps. Because Marcus Epps at free safety has been excellent. Last week he put a hit on Justin Jefferson. I'm sure his ribs still hurt him. Um, he's been really good on the back end. So I'm, I'm just looking for teams that are improving and finding ways to improve. And the Raiders look like that on defense to me. We'll see. The Chargers are a mess. You know, obviously, Easton Stick's going to get a start. So, look, I mean, maybe there's a benefit, like Jake Browning, like some of these guys to sit for a long time and just learn and learn from their own coaches, learn from watching, learn from years of being in meetings and absorbing. So maybe Easton Stick's going to be that next guy like Jake Browning that comes out tonight and plays at a very high level, and you go, wow. There's a benefit, you know, like uh, Danny White sitting under, you know, behind Roger Staubach or, you know, Steve Young sitting behind Joe Montana or Aaron Rodgers sitting behind, uh, you know, Brett Favre. I mean, maybe there's just a real old school benefit to not having to play and just learn the game, learn the pro game. I'm looking for all of that tonight. And so we're on that theme of improved defenses. I have two that play in huge games this week and they're coming off. Phenomenal performances. Let's start with the Chicago Bears. Because Chicago Bears, if you go back to, I don't know what it was, week three or week four against Kansas City, they literally took nothing away in the game. Like, they didn't even know how to take anything away. So Travis Kelsey had his way. Mahomes had his way. And obviously Kansas City is struggling, but they didn't struggle against the Bears. And you just go, why are they so bad? Matt Eberflus is a quality coach. I mean, he coached good team. He coached good defenses in Indianapolis. Top 10 defenses, good players. So he didn't forget how to coach. He didn't do that. But, man, 
You watch this team play now. Now, acquiring Montez Sweat was the steal of the draft already. They gave up a second-round pick to get Montez Sweat, number 98. 6'6 and change, 265 pounds, runs a 4'440. He's got 36-inch arms. Arm length is a huge uh, measurable when it comes to playing defense. You're in the passing lanes. Quarterbacks have a hard time throwing over your hands. He batted down the ball last week. Um, you know, the, the sack numbers are not great, but he pressures the quarterback and forced Jared Goff into a lot of bad throws. And then he plays with great effort. Well, that's that's good, okay? And then, you know, these young kids, uh, Javon and some of these guys are good, but I don't know how many corners are playing better than Jalen Johnson. Uh, their corner had a great interception last week in zone coverage. Um, I don't know that teams have – better safety combinations of Jaquan Brisker and Eddie Jackson. Uh, And then the three linebackers that they play in all various roles, whether it's TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, or Jack Sanborn are very good players, all of them. So you watch them and dang, if they didn't shut Detroit down again, and they've played playing great football for a month and they've won two games or three games in a row right now. But I think, you know, when they go to Cleveland this week, it's going to be a defensive battle, really. I think Joe Flacco will struggle um, against this defense. But they're primarily a zone defense, but they have pressures, ways to pressure the quarterback where they don't leave themselves hanging on the back end. They play really hard. This could be a really great game. Saturday or Sunday uh, afternoon in Cleveland, this could be a great football game. Obviously, Cleveland's trying to win their third in a row with Joe Flacco. But I think of the teams that Joe has seen so far, this is going to be by far the best defense. Jacksonville was awful last week. They just left guys wide open. I, I, I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, but they they broke down. I don't see this Chicago Bears defense breaking down. And I, the Chicago Bears on the other side is the other side. But when I, when I watch it, I'm like, just put on a play and watch a play where it's a hit screen or a toss to one side of the field. And just watch last week against Detroit wearing their Chicago Bears black jerseys. Just look at 10 defensive players flying to the football. And I go back and, and watch Matt Eberflus's, you know, teams in, in uh, Indianapolis. That's how they played. They played hard. They pursued everything. They chased the ball down from behind. They got turnovers. And they're getting those. They're getting all those plays. This is a great job of coaching. It, it, it helps that Montez Sweat, you were able to steal him for a second-round pick. It, that helps a bunch. He, he is a real presence on that defense. But, man, they play their zones really, really good. They really fly to the football. They have collision points where they come and they meet you and they smack you hard, um, like Lovey Smith's teams once did in Chicago with Erlacher and Briggs and those in that bunch. This is uh, – I'm, I'm really impressed. And hats off to Matt Eberflus and his staff. Because it wasn't looking pretty, and it wasn't good the first month of the season. But um, they have improved immeasurably over the last two months. Now, they lost um, Ngakwe last week. He's done for the season. That's a big loss. He's a good football player. But I I think as long as Montez is on the other side, that they're going to be okay. That leads me to Denver. And Denver went to the Chargers last week, and they just spanked them. But they didn't just spank them. What they did was they really broke down their pass protections. 
that's a credit to Vance Joseph. And, you know, in this era we're in where you can have a bad game or a bad stretch of games and people want to fire coaches. You know, Nick Sirianni is under pressure in Philadelphia losing two in a row to San Francisco and Dallas to, to get rid of Sean Desai. Well, you just don't do that. And you don't do that to Vance Joseph. He's too good of a coach. And he's proving it. And the one way you know instantly if a coach is out coaching the other side, because that's what happened last week in, in, with the Chargers, is Vance Joseph was better on his side of the ball than Kellen Moore was on his side of the ball. And where it showed up was in protections. I mean, look, in that game, uh, both Justin Herbert and Easton Stick were sacked a combined six times. But they were hit 10 times and tackle for losses, a lot of, a lot of, and a, a lot of throwaways. And, you know, they, they came at him, you know, Jaquan McMillan came at him from the slot, you know, and Josie Jewell came up the middle and it was Alex Singleton on a, you know, an X stunt. And they kept him guessing. They overloaded one side and they brought one more than they could protect. They broke down their protections repeatedly. And Justin Herbert was left scrambling running for his life, and then Easton Sticks did the same thing. So you go, okay, in order to, to improve, you know, there's a lot of things that have to take place. First, you got to get your message. It's got to be concise. It's got to be clear, and it's got to be relayed. And it's got to be communicated so that all 11 people know what they're doing. And then I think when you, you know, we give up 70 points and 10 touchdowns against Miami early in the year, you got to figure out, like, who's, who wants to be a part of this and who doesn't? So they ship out Randy Gregory and others. And then they find Jaquan McMillan because every team is looking for a slot defender that can tackle, that can cover, that can blitz. And Denver found Jaquan McMillan. Um, he's, he's, he's a very good player. Very good. I mean, just creating takeaways and turnovers and, and, uh, and, and, and covering really well. And then um, you need great safety, safety play. So they lose Kareem Jackson. And here comes P.J. Locke, who's playing great, next to Justin uh, Simmons. So at some point, Simmons was out, and they weren't very good. And Jackson's been in and out because of suspensions. But P.J. Locke is taking advantage of the time. And then you go, okay, who's that linebacker? Well, Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton uh, are there. Yeah, uh, Jewell's healthy now. Singleton almost always leads the team in tackles every week. Everywhere he goes, Philadelphia, Denver, he leads the team in tackles. He's, he just stays on the field. Stays healthy, tackles the football. They found Fabian Moreau, opposite of Patrick Sertan. But what they've done up front is really interesting because a lot of people thought, okay, Randy Gregory's gone, Von Miller's gone, uh, Malik Reed is gone, all these pass rushers are gone. Well, Jared Cooper's still there, and Nick Benito is still there, and Zach Allen was brought with Vance Joseph from Arizona, and he's there. And you just look at these you – know, and you look at all these guys that they have – and you go, oh, okay. Like, they've got pass rushers. Um, they can get home. They can blitz. And and then they're just not just Vance Joseph, but there's a way to practice. There's a way to be invested in the season, in the team. And that all goes to Sean Payton. And this week they go to Detroit, who's reeling. And Detroit did not look very good offensively against the Chicago Bears. They're at home Saturday night. It's going to be a phenomenal game Saturday night. 
Ford Field will be rocking. It was rocking on Thanksgiving, and Green Bay went in there and forced four takeaways. Like, I feel like Denver at seven and six and very much in the playoff hunt can go in to Detroit and really, really disrupt things in the NFC North and really disrupt Detroit's playoff hopes and dreams and everything that Dan Campbell is building. Like, this is going to be a game that's in the hands of the coordinators, in the hands of the quarterbacks, and ultimately in the hands of the coaches, Eberflus along with Sean Payton, where you got to – there's pace, there's protecting your quarterback to a degree, but being aggressive and knowing when to be aggressive, when to blitz, when to try to steal a possession, fake punts, onside kicks, like all those things are up this week because both teams need a win. Denver wants to stay on track to, to chase after Kansas City in the uh, AFC West, and Detroit wants to keep their lead in the NFC North and really you know, cement a playoff spot here soon. There are so many good games this weekend. 13 of the 16 teams in the AFC are alive. There's so many good games this weekend. I, I count 10 that have direct playoff implications. And so I bring up Chicago and Denver because nobody four weeks ago, six weeks ago, certainly eight weeks ago, thought either one of these teams were in playoff contention. And I feel like right now, even Chicago at five and eight is not out of the picture. They're just not because Justin Fields is just playing that dynamic of football. Like I think their offense is going to have success um, against Cleveland because of Justin Fields' abilities um, to extend plays and to break down man coverage and that kind of thing. So I'm really looking forward to week 15. It starts tonight. Look for an improved Raiders team. Remember what I said about Tyree Wilson. He wears number nine. Max Crosby has told me that as good as he was last week, which was two sacks, four tackle for losses, he leads the league in tackle for losses two years in a row now. Max said he's even going to be better tonight than he was last Sunday. And that's been the best football show. Uh, look forward to talking to you tomorrow, talking about this Thursday night game and looking forward to a bunch of great games uh, this Saturday and Sunday in the NFL.